Welcome to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. We're passionate about helping you restore your metabolism for confidence, energy, and fat loss without giving up the foods you love. We're your hosts, Josh and Brittany. Listen for simple, easy-to-follow tips and strategies that you can start implementing today to get long-term results. We're so glad you're here. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. Welcome back to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. Welcome back to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing good. How's your week been? It's good. 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 Just came back from another workout. Feeling good. Good. How are the workouts feeling these days? They're feeling great because I got some new clothes and they help me feel motivated. I I think that is a thing. (laughs) It is a thing. I actually Um, just created a TikTok today telling people to go buy some clothes to help with their motivation. They should. I mean, (laughs) the way I think about it is like I still hear my parents in the back of my mind because I remember when I was in high school. I asked them, I was like, I want a letterman's jacket. And I don't know if kids these days even know what a letterman's jacket is, but it's essentially like a school jacket with your name on the back, which looking back, Jeez. why would I ever want people to know who I was? But I was That's like, safe. I want one. I want one. <laughs> and then um, I bought it or they bought it. It came in the mail and I had a change of mind. I was like, I didn't want this anymore. And they would always say, we bought this jacket. You're wearing it. <laughs> so I feel like they, I still have that in the back of my mind whenever mm. I buy gym clothes. This is going to motivate me. I'm going to the gym. You I have, have to wear those clothes. You got to so wear the clothes. you need a purpose to wear the clothes. Yeah. So. That's it. And I do like, like I, I, I had a shirt come in this week um, from a brand I really like. And as soon as I put it on, I was like, I hate this shirt. It's not going to be a good workout shirt. So <laughs> it's going I, back. It's going back. It's not going to motivate me yes. to get ready. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Um, All right. Before we get stuck into this episode, I want to bring up one thing. We are going to be answering listener questions. So if you have a question for us that you would like one of us to answer, there is a form on our website and it is linked in our show notes. So fill that out and we will start finishing up our episodes with answering that listener question. I like that little AMA. Yeah. I feel so official. Ask me anything for those of you that don't know. I actually just learned that like a couple months ago. Oh, that's our <laughs> listeners are hip to the lingo. <laughs> They're hipper than I am. Yeah. Protein. That's the big topic for today. Yes. Like, why is it important? How do you get it? Because I feel like a lot of people understand protein's important, but I don't think they truly grasp how much protein mm-hmm. and then the why behind the protein. And once they figure that out, how does that actually look like, what does that look like in real life? Yeah. How do you actually eat that protein? Because it's so much more than most people are actually already eating. Yeah. So let's just go into the why. Let's just foundational. Why protein? Why is it important? Why is it one of like the first things we start a lot of our clients with? Well, it helps build muscle. Essentially, it helps with muscle adaptation. (laughs) Yeah. And as you're really pushing your workouts and workouts, exercise, if this is your first day here, we love exercise on this <laughs> it, Pretty Healthy Family. And so when you're pushing those workouts, the muscles, which you've talked about before, they tear their little micro tears. Mm-hmm. And what helps build that muscle back is going to be the, that protein that you're ingesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's crucial to get that protein in and make sure you're getting enough of it. Yeah. And also, once you build that muscle on your body, it allows you to increase your metabolic rate, 
which is another thing I love about it because you can actually eat your, eat more food essentially Mm -hmm. when you have more muscle on your body. Yeah. And in some ways talking about protein and having that as a staple in every meal, there's also the satiety factor. Yes. And I think that is one of the biggest things because protein really helps you feel so full. And almost every single one of my clients that I've worked with, they are drastically under eating protein and they need to increase the amount that they're eating, sometimes triple. Mm-hmm. And by doing so, they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I, I hit my protein targets and I didn't have the craving for the sugary treats or the carbs like I normally do. I felt full and satisfied. Like, I can't believe this feeling. And that's just by eating more protein. Yeah. And that's why I feel like the satiety factor isn't talked about enough because many times when we're in between meals, we're, we're hungry our brain goes into this, I need food, I need some type of energy. So that's where the binge comes in. That's where I'm reaching through the cupboard mm-hmm. or I'm going into the office area where they keep the snacks, just trying to see if something's there because I wasn't full or satisfied with my meal. And that meal that I may have had at lunch didn't satisfy me for a long enough time. Mm-hmm. And that's really where protein comes in and has been shown to be a very satisfying meal and keeps you full longer Mm -hmm. more so than the other macronutrients yes more so than the other macronutrients because i feel like we've all been there when we may have had maybe a high carb meal and then a couple hours later we're we're hungry again Mm -hmm. yeah and that makes you just want to eat everything in sight sometimes or just start thinking about all those little foods that you love because your body is craving that quick energy Mm -hmm. and wants some fuel to help help get you going. So it's going to send out those signals if you're not fueling yourself properly. And then in this case, it's making sure you get enough protein. Yeah. And I I just like protein in general to be a a staple of every, uh, every meal, basically because it helps distribute the protein throughout the day. And we can essentially be building that muscle throughout the day. So instead of just focus on, oh, I'm only actually building muscle after the workout and you're actually building muscle all All day, (laughs) all night. So having protein in each meal really helps the muscle repair. And then the strength goes up, the size goes up, which is really what we're wanting to see. Which brings us to our next question. What is the minimum amount of protein that a person needs? Yes. And why is there, why is there a minimum? And and this has been really well researched. Um, but I think it needs to, we need to, to explain it in its entirety. So the minimum requirement is 0.5 grams per pound of body weight. Absolute minimum. Absolute minimum to prevent a deficiency. (laughs) So it is not like you're in the prime of your life, you're getting that 0.5. It is to prevent a deficiency. So this is just to keep your organs functioning and your hormones balanced, maybe. Yes. And so then we start going into what's the healthy range or optimum range. And that's a pretty wide range. It seems to be around 0.7 to 0.8 grams per pound of body weight to 1.2 grams per pound of body weight. So that's a pretty wide range. And it really is going to depend on your personal preference and your goals where you fall in that range. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, we usually end up recommending around one gram per pound of goal body weight. 
So if you are someone who is obese or even on the heavier side, it's just not realistic to target sometimes those higher protein grams. So you you picture a healthy weight for yourself. What is that number? And that is your target. Yeah. And, and sometimes if you're not sure about where that target is and you are looking to lose 40, 50, even more pounds, there is a way to look for your lean muscle mass and use that as your one gram per pound of body weight. Just use that lean muscle mass. But that is going to require a different type of scale because mm-hmm. just jumping on the a regular scale is not going to tell you that. So it's going to little, require a little bit more effort, but a little bit more effort is actually what everyone's <laughs> going to need to make sure they're hitting their protein goals. Absolutely. So how do you hit your protein goals? Real quick, if you haven't already downloaded our Macros and Metabolism Makeover Guide, you're going to want to do that as soon as possible. It's a great resource to learn how to safely and sustainably lose fat and manage your weight on your own without any crazy detoxes or calorie restrictions. Visit our website at prettyhealthyfamily.com or check out the show notes to download it. Okay, back to the episode. Well, I mean... The first thing I do is prioritize protein for every meal. So I plan all my meals around my protein source. And I think that is one of the easiest way to make sure you're getting enough protein. So for example, for breakfast, I am, I usually have a smoothie. So I, my protein source is protein powder. So that Mm -hmm. is where I build it around, but protein powder is not really quite enough protein for one sitting for me in order to get my goals up for the day. So I get collagen and then lunch. I choose my protein source, which is usually like a ground beef or maybe a ground Turkey. And then I build the rest of my meal around that. And it's often helpful to even do this the day before and pre-plan that way you can make sure that you're actually going to hit your protein targets the next day and you're not in a lurch because it is something that you actually kind of need to plan for. It's a lot harder to just wing protein because it does involve blending a smoothie or cooking some burgers oftentimes. Yeah. And I think that goes to this research I heard about where the optimum protein per meal is anywhere between like, let's say 15 to 60. So again, very wide range. But you talked about your breakfast smoothie isn't quite enough. And that just kind of goes into, I need to make sure I'm getting large chunks of protein at each meal to make sure I'm not at the end of the day saying, oh, I'm at, I need 80 grams to hit that one gram pound per body weight. And that's really hard to do for any meal. Plus your body is unlikely to absorb all of those 80 grams in one sitting. Mm -hmm. And so you talked about getting one like whey protein and then one collagen protein or like two types of protein powders. Do you recommend limiting protein powders if you're not able to get it through natural sources or what's your thought process on that? Honestly, I think protein powders are an excellent source of protein. I think it's sometimes unrealistic in our culture to be able to prepare everything from scratch and have it completely natural. And in my personal preference, protein powder is no more processed than something like a coconut oil or an olive oil. It's the only protein powder I've ever had that I can actually just mix with water and drink by itself and truly enjoy it. It is very (laughs) delicious. And we have this... um, 
cookie dough creation that we make mm-hmm. where it's just like some almond flour, some coconut, coconut oil, coconut flour, and some protein powder. And just ingredients is always the go-to for oh my gosh, the flavor. It's so good. It's, yeah. <laughs> we target to be able to eat it over a course of three to four days, but it ends up being three to four hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so what's your, uh, it sounds like you're trying to get 140, 150 grams a day about. Mm-hmm. And so your, your basic plan is three big meals and then maybe a small snack to, to get you to that 130, 150 range. Yeah, pretty much. And my snack is often a second scoop of protein powder with maybe some deli meat rolled up or something like that. And a little bit of cheese and part of an apple. Yeah. And I, that's very similar to my approach as well. So I'm looking, I'm just having bigger meals, but my breakfast is going to be four to five eggs and a side of like maybe some tuna. That's going to get me my 50 grams of protein. I'm having the ground turkey, ground meat, some type of ground product, but it's about half a pound. That's going to get me about 40 to 50 again. And then same thing for dinner. But after my my workout, I'm going to have my overnight oats with the protein powder in it. Mm-hmm. And that gets me to the 180-200. But it, again, it's in four meals, maybe a fifth, like really small snack. But that's also taken me a long time to figure out what the right sequence and schedule is mm-hmm. for me and what works with my schedule. Um, and I think that goes into what you were saying is sometimes it's helpful to Go into my fitness pal, look at the next day and start to plan out your day with realistic meal plans and meal ideas saying, all right, I typically work out in the morning. So let's make sure I have, let's say, a lot of carbs and protein in that post-workout meal. And then what does my breakfast and lunch look like so I don't have to overcompensate for dinner? And how do I distribute that overall protein quantity into realistic meals? But for tomorrow... And that really helps the brain kind of process how achievable this is going to be for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that brings us to one thing that could be really helpful to make this stick is to just break it up into manageable chunks. Mm -hmm. So if your protein goal is way higher than what you're used to eating, just start by increasing by 10 grams per day. So maybe that's, or 20 grams per day. So maybe you're just adding in a scoop of protein powder that you didn't have before. And that makes you one step further. Or maybe it's adding some deli meat or something like you can just roll up and just quick little easy wins until it actually becomes a habit. Because I promise you, once you've actually been doing this for a while, it will be completely second nature and it will be so natural. It's not going to seem like a lot of protein, but you do have to put some effort on the front end in order to reach that point. Yeah. And I love that you say this because, um, I had a client who his, he's weighing in around 200 pounds. So I'm going to want him to have 180, 200 grams of protein at that. when he started, he was at 80 grams of protein. Mm, That's a big jump. And it's so unrealistic for you to go from 80 grams of protein a day to 180 grams it from a digestive track from just a completely different mindset around meals it's just very unrealistic Mm -hmm. so 10 to 20 gram jumps is sustainable where i can go from maybe 80 to 90 let that settle in for a couple weeks and then go from 90 to 100 again Make it be a habit and you start getting more comfortable. Like you say, you start noticing that 
a large amount of protein per day isn't that unrealistic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just different than what you're used to. So it takes some time. Yeah. So what are some protein sources that many people just don't think about that are actually really good? So I think about things like cheese. Mm. Like That's actually really high in protein. It's really high in protein. <laughs> and so if you're having um, some type of taco, sprinkle some cheese on it, every gram of protein counts. Absolutely. So just there's small wins. Maybe it's nuts, maybe like nuts and seeds. There's some protein in there. There's protein in a lot of vegetables too. Um, they're not going to be high in protein, but once you mm -hmm. collect a full day of four to five cups of veggies, you'll notice that's probably 10 to 12 grams of protein that you added on in addition to maybe meat sources, fish sources, or um, even some plant proteins. Yeah. And it's great to get it from a variety of sources because then you're getting a variety of other nutrients as well, the micronutrients. So it doesn't always have to be about the macronutrients. Yeah. So that's really the, the summary of protein. And hopefully this podcast really helped you visualize how you can get protein in for you and make it realistic for your lifestyle and your goals. If you know you're ready to lose weight and build muscle while simultaneously improving your relationship with food, but would love some additional support, we're here to help you. We know that dieting too strictly for too long can slow your metabolism and we can help you restore it with our proven PHF method. We've helped hundreds of others reach their physique and health goals without having to give up the foods they love or constantly being on a diet. And we'd love to help you too. Fill out the obligation-free application in the show notes or at prettyhealthycoaching.com.